Okay, what was your question? So if there was any planet uh-huh. that you had to live on that wasn't Earth, what would it be? And I, this planet I would... Refuse. <laughs> this I refuse. It would all be awful. <laughs> automatically, the planet would be habitable. No. <laughs> if I had to choose? If you had to choose. It's a hard decision because they're pretty volatile. They're all- <laughs> Saturn's like, like being like able intense. to live on it doesn't mean that you should live on it. Yeah, true. You know? Yeah. Because like like I could live on a planet where it rains acid. True. Should I? True. Probably not. True. Have you seen Interstellar? Yes, but when it was in theaters. Oh my goodness. Do you remember that one scene of that one planet with the water? I remember a planet with water, and then like time moves really fast. Yeah, on the planet. On the yeah. planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like it was just like a huge wave coming oh, towards them this entire time. Yeah. That was terrifying. But that's not in our universe, yeah. or rather, in our solar system. So, yeah. I don't know, maybe like Saturn or something. Saturn seems pretty because of all the moons and then the rings. Yeah. But it seems pretty terrible because it's all like there's like a, a thunder, lightning, so electric storm. There's no storm. Right in this. <laughs> But, you know, it would be pretty cool to live among the stars where, where there, there are wars. wars. Roll the title sequence. When you're watching a show and you get really sad because the characters are straight and the writing is bad, the producers and creators just won't listen to us. Only ask for the bare minimum, they say it's too much. That's when Zayn and Eliana come into play. We'll make it gay. Don't worry. We'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay. Hi. Hello. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Pretty alright. I'm doing, doing one might even say swell. Ooh, swell. You're doing swell, are doing you? Swell, you say. Oh, you say. Not so much you swell. You're doing swell oh, here. Oh my well, goodness. well, uh, welcome back, folks, <laughs> to <laughs> Make It Gay. gay. A podcast where we explore all aspects of culture and, and put a queer and trans lens to it. Mm-hmm. So, because we are queer and trans people. This is a true people. statement you're making. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's facts. My name's Eliana. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. And my name is Zan, and my pronouns are they, them, there. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> we love using someone's pronouns and respecting them and giving them basic human rights. Yes, basic human rights. Mm. Well, you want to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do some gay news. Oh my gosh. Friends, at the beginning of every episode, Zan and I each come to the pod with a piece of gay news prepped or LGBTQ plus news prepped, ready to go. This piece of news is always positive because there's a lot of anti-LGBTQ plus news in the media at all times. And we are trying to mitigate that and queer and trans joy is resistance. Yes. So would you like to share yours or would you like me to go first? You go first. Alrighty. My gay news is that there is an LGBTQ youth benefit that is returning to Utah in 2022. It's called the Love Loud Festival, Ooh. and it is a music festival benefiting LGBTQ plus youth. And it's organized by Imagine Dragons frontman Dan Reynolds. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's going to be in Salt Lake City this upcoming May. There should be more information coming out soon. The last time that it happened was in 2019. It didn't happen in 2020 or 2021 yeah, because obviously. of COVID. And I really want to go. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Salt Lake City friends, go check it out. And if not, if you're not from Salt Lake City, let's let's all meet up there. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, honestly, why not? That'd be you sick. Know? If we go, we'll let you know. And if you go, let's let's do a meetup. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so I'm super yeah. jazzed about it. And I think it's great that 
that, you know, we're just continuing to raise money and support LGBTQ plus youth because you are our future, my yes, children. The children we are the future. We want you to make sure that you are supported and that you are loved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your piece of gay news? My gay news, it's like, it's really, it's like a lot of layers to it, okay. but it's overall good, a good thing that happened. Okay. So Jeremy O'Harris, he's a mm-hmm. playwright mm-hmm. and he did this play called Slave Play mm-hmm. that premiered on Broadway yes. in New York City. Mm-hmm. And it was originally, it's coming to Los Angeles mm-hmm. by the Los Angeles Center Theater Group. Yes. And that is made up of three theaters. The, it's made up of three theaters in okay. Los Angeles. Cool. So originally he was going to premiere. It was going to show up at the one of the three theaters that the center, that the center theater group is made up of. Mm-hmm. But he realized that their slate of plays that they were performing mm-hmm. only had one woman in it, and the rest in the were entire season. In the entire season. What? Yes. And so then he respectively put an email out on tw- and he also showed the email on Twitter basically didn't saying like oh I really want the want slave play to be taken out of yes. the yeah um, the, slave the season yeah for the season and then Cedar Theater Group responded and was like oh my goodness of course they responded and being like we've made a mistake how could we do this which in hindsight how could you how do you go that far to be like oh yeah. only one woman is going to be featured on our entire slate for the entire season. Do you know what other shows were supposed to be put I'm, up? I'm not sure what other shows were supposed to be put up because now they've changed it so that the 2022-2023 season is going to be made up of entirely women and non-binary and BIPOC creators. Whoa. So because of Jeremy O'Harris, who is an openly gay man, black gay man, mm-hmm. um, using his clout and power yeah, to be like, platform. I'm pulling out my play because this is ridiculous and things unless things change he was able to make this change which is really great and amazing that he was able to do that so slave play is going to be shown at the center theater group and basically if you don't know what slave play is i'll read the description slave play is a three-act play by jeremy o'harris the play is about race sex power relations trauma and interracial relationships it follows three interracial couples undergoing antebellum sexual performance therapy because the black partners no longer feel sexual attraction to their white partners so super fascinating play i was not able to be i could i didn't see it in new york so i really want to see it yeah me too um when it's here in la so good for jeremy o'harris using his platform to make change so that's super exciting yeah something that could have just gone really sideways but didn't so yeah yeah and i you know i think that there should be steps taken to figure out why this happened in the first place yes and i think it's really important that they listened and that they are making positive change for the future Mm -hmm. because sometimes that you know that's important too but also like doing the work and in real time asking how did this happen mm-hmm. and how do we prevent this? So yes. it seems like that they've asked themselves that and that they're looking to make change in the future. Yeah. It's just frustrating that we get to this point yes. where it's like, oh, we made a mistake. So sorry. Let's mm-hmm. redo everything. And it's like, y'all need to be conscious of this in the first place. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Gay news. <laughs> Gay news. It's, it's time, time for Ships Into, into the, the Night. night. Oh, oh, that was- I like that. I was gonna go lower, but it worked out. Oh my goodness! All right, friends, this is this is the meat of our meal. 
that we we don't have any potatoes. It's all it's 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 just it's just steak. We just have steak right and now. By the way, we're vegan, yeah. so <laughs> it's vegan steak. <laughs> oh no, I want steak. Oh goodness. Oh. But like from plants, not from, from plants. My cow. Yeah, from a cow. Poor baby cows. Boo. Shifting to the nice where we talk about a pair or more than two people and how they should be a pairing based off of what we've seen canonically in the media that they are presented in. It's important to know that we do not ship actual actors yes. or people. So this is purely fiction and universes that are not real um, that we are talking about. And Eliana, who are we talking about this week? Today we're talking about Storm Pilot, otherwise known as... Finn and Poe from Star Wars, the sequel trilogy. Yes. I guess, yeah, the sequel. To, there are so many trilogies. There, there are just, there, there are three trilogies and it's just, it's just, there's so, this, this franchise is so large. It's so, it's so large. Yes. And that leads us to our next point. Disclaimer, we are not Star Wars fanatics mm -hmm. or fan, like super fans. Mad respect for it. Mad respect. But like, I, I have seen four, five and half a six. I have seen actually all of them. Oh, wow. But Come still... on. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to defer to you then. <laughs> but still, I'm not like a super fan. Um, I just know I just know I've seen the films. So, But I'm super excited to talk about this pairing because it's one of my favorite pairings. I'm looking at some of the fan art that I've just found online. Uh, They're just so cute together. Also, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I just... I, uh, what a beautiful human. Such a... Like, him and then John Boyega together. Like, literally, they're just... I just want to... So cute. Just, yeah, yeah. So cute. Very, so cute. Very attractive people. Um, so, I guess we should start with the first introduction of Finn and Poe. Great. In the Star it. Wars universe. So, Finn and Poe was first introduced in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, where basically Star Wars was coming back after its hiatus i guess from the 60s well, well so what 60s not the 60s what wait 60s no 60s. no started started in the 70s or 80s but 70s or, oh but, 80s yeah but yeah, then yeah. the first sequel trilogy ended in like the 2000s okay yeah okay yeah okay so oh my gosh it's so complicated because if we're talking about the original star wars we're talking about like the 70s and 80s yeah the reason that the new star wars trilogy was made is because lucas films was bought by disney yes and disney really likes money yes so you know i mean like who doesn't in this capitalist society that we live in but star wars uh was then greenlit for a couple more films um and george lucas was only directly involved as a consultant yeah he did and not jj abrams write wrote direct and this. produced all of them i believe um, not all of them. So J.J. Abrams wrote and directed the, the Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker, and Ryan Johnson wrote and directed The Last Jedi. Got it. And also disclaimer as well, which has been the articles have been written about this, saying that Disney did not have a plan going in of being like, what are these films going to be about? Because originally J.J. Abrams was not going to um, direct the last one. He wasn't going to direct the last one. So they didn't know where the story was going. So they made The Force Awakens. They're like, great, we have a movie. Okay, Ryan Johnson, here you go. What do you want to do? So. What? So it's like, there was no plan. <laughs> Which is wild. Because these movies are like billions of dollars worth of just. Wow. It's just billions of dollars. Millions wow. of dollars. Millions wow, of dollars. Wow, wow, wow. 
So it's that's wild. That's My goodness wild. gracious. Which kind of reflects what happened with Finn and Poe throughout mm. the series How's of this up? trilogy. I would say they weren't thinking of what there was no arc, especially mm. for Finn's character. Mm. Finn's character almost became like redundant by the end. Mm. Like he had no place mm. in the last movie. Like mm. he was just there, mm-hmm. but they didn't like almost know what to do with him. And the same with like with Poe as well. Like he, because Finn and Poe and Ray. So there's Finn, Poe, and Ray. And then the original trilogy, you have Han, Leia, and Luke. Mm-hmm. So if you're paralleling the original trilogy, Ray is Luke, Finn is Leia. And Poe is Han. Mm. So if you look at that, that means Leia and Han got together. Mm-hmm. So then Poe and Finn would get together because oh. they're it's they're paralleling mm-hmm. those characters. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense when you're looking at it from a story point of view. So I don't understand why they just didn't look at the original. Like the original series isn't perfect. Don't come at me, but it's not perfect. Okay. <laughs> you know, but... I don't know why they just didn't follow that same, the, like the same bones of that and mm. say like, okay, these are going to be the arcs for these characters. Ray's going to be on her reluctant hero journey and finding her true self and like what she can truly be. And then Finn and Poe are going to be the ones that grow, they grow with one another and they mm-hmm. help change one another for the better. So it's really upsetting that, they didn't follow that trajectory. Yeah, that's right. And it, it kind of just ended up being like, blah. Yeah, well, especially because both Oscar and John explicitly said, mm-hmm. these characters would be really good together. Mm-hmm. On multiple occasions, in multiple interviews, Oscar Isaac said that they should be boyfriends. Yeah. And said that, I mean, at one point he was like, Disney, you know, owns it, so it may, may not happen. Mm-hmm. Um uh, at another point, early on in the production of um, The Force Awakens, J.J. Abram uh, said, and I quote, To me, the fun of Star Wars is the glory of possibility. So it seems insanely narrow-minded and counterintuitive to say that there wouldn't be a homosexual character in that world, end quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in response to um, the question of LGBTQ plus characters in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then it never happens! It never doesn't, happens. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. What ended up happening oh my is... Gosh. That in The Rise of Skywalker, at the very end, Mm -hmm. there is this random resistance pilot who runs up to... Like, it's in the background. She runs up to... I'm guessing she goes by she, her, Mm because she presents as femme. Mm -hmm. And she runs up to this other femme, and they share a kiss. But again, it's in the background, and there's like five million other things happening at the same time. It's not like they like zoomed in on them. It's just like there's like it's happening in the background while everyone else is like celebrating. They're like, "We did it! And we I did will, it!" I will bet you money that when they did, made that decision in that room, they they were like, "Pat myself on the back. We're doing we did such it! Such good work, right? Here. Such good work." Oh, gosh. At one point in the series, Finn thought that Poe died. And so Finn wears Poe's jacket. Okay, yeah, and, okay. Yeah. And we'll get I to just, the jacket. Okay. Oh, oh, that's a whole thing. The jacket's okay. a whole thing. It's you, great. You want to just go to it now? Yeah, so okay. let's do like the kind of like the chronological history great. of their relationship. Great. So Finn meets Poe. He basically rescues Poe yes. from Four. the Empire. Yes. From the Empire. Yes. Um, we can tell we're such a super fan too, <laughs> so please be gracious with us. Oh my goodness. From like the, from a, um, 
from a a ship that's being controlled by the Empire. Mm-hmm. Finn is a stormtrooper. And basically, it's really sad because, like, you realize that stormtroopers were these kids that were, like, taken yeah, and, like, and, like raised and... to be soldiers. Yeah. You're just like, ooh, this is a nightmare. Because originally in Star Wars, you just think that they're, like, robots. Yep. At least I thought they were, like, robots. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in the second film, in the second film of the, tri- like, of the series so in episode... order, episode two. Yes. You realize they're actual people, but then you think they're clones. Mm. There's the whole clones war. Right. And then, so, I don't know a whole bunch of star wars lore so i don't know how it ended up being that now like a bunch of people are stormtroopers and mm-hmm. not just clones mm-hmm. so finn is a clone uh stormtrooper and he wants to get out of the first order that's what it's called the first order and he's trying to get out and he realizes that he needs a pilot to get him off this ship yes so he decides to rescue poe yes and finn at this point is not named Finn. His Correct. name is FN2187, mm-hmm. which is like, he's a number, which is like, who? Yes, which is also a callback to the cell that Princess Leia was being kept in in the first film, or in oh, episode four. Oh, Easter egg, yeah. Easter mm-hmm. egg. I like that. I like that. They both were trying to escape the First Order, so the First Order like brought them together. And so Finn helps Poe escape and it's like this great it's this great scene because they're like both talking to one another and he's like I need a pilot can you fly a TIE fighter and, and then Poe's like I can fly anything and mm-hmm. you're like oh <laughs> what? that's so cool he's such a cool dude um and so then while they're and on this TIE fighter they're like help they're like both flying it and then Poe's like what's your name and he's like Evan one two whatever and Poe's like I'm not calling you that let me call you Finn and so he gives him a name it's really it's cute so sweet and she's like yes give him a name you are a person because Finn's whole arc is that he doesn't he doesn't know his purpose mm. of, of what he's supposed to be doing in mm. life because mm-hmm. he's been taught to follow the rules, to not follow the rules, but follow orders mm-hmm. his whole life. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to break out of that. So it's really sweet that he's given a name by Poe. And then the TIE fighter crashes. Ooh. Yeah, the TIE fighter crashes. And so then they get separated. Mm. And then he finds Poe's jacket in the wreckage. Oh. So he thinks Poe's dead. Oh. It's really sad. It's really sad. But then... They like, like then like movie goes on movie mm-hmm. goes forward and then they meet up again at a resistance base because uh, Finn is with Ray now okay and it's this lovely it's just like this you have to like you have to like look it up and like have to like, watch them reunite because it's the most lovely reunion I've ever seen like Poe like sees Finn and Finn's like Poe and he's like Finn and they go like running up to one another and they give him like a huge hug and it's so cute and you're just like yes it's so sweet and like it's really sweet and then he's like is that my jacket and he's like yeah and he's like you keep it it looks better on you and no it's like he says it fits you it fits you well or something like that and then is this where we get the gif of Oscar Isaac biting his lip yes (sighs) that's where we get the gif of that I, I watched that gif on loop for like two minutes today. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, such a, it's such a good... Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you for teaching me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the whole jacket situation Word. going on. Cool. And then... So in the first movie, they don't necessarily... Aren't like with each other a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. There's just that, that great... There's the beginning. There's the great reunion yeah. moment. And then like Ray and Finn are kind of like off together on their own adventure. And then towards the end, like... Poe's like in a X fighter, X wing, and which is one of the mm-hmm, resistant, mm-hmm. not planes, <laughs> like, ships. Yeah. 
And he's like flying in the air and Finn's like, yeah, that's one of the best pilots in the galaxy. And it's like, it's just really, they have these like moments. That's really sweet. With one another. And it's really sweet. You're just kind of like, okay. It's good that they're so supportive of each other. Yes. Yes. Really lovely. They're very supportive of one another. Mm. And then in The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. they're kind of like not together at all in the movie. It's okay. really sad. Um, there's this great beginning part where, because at the end of The Force Awakens, Finn is unconscious. He's he ends up becoming like unconscious and because he gets mm. hurt, mm. and so he's like in this like little, not like it's like he's in this little capsule thing to help okay. him um, keep him alive, and then like he's kind of like walking around and like Poe like sees him and he's like, "What are you doing, Finn?" It's like, "Why are you out of your little chamber?" Because he's like, "Where's Ray?" Because this whole thing is he's looking for Ray. Cause he's okay. like tell Ray something. Okay. Which we never find out what he wants to tell Ray. Like, apparently, John Boyega said that he was asking Ray that he, telling Ray that he is force, um, he's able to use the force in some mm. capacity. Ooh. Which is never explored. But we never learned that in the films. We just learned that from John Boyega, knowing oh. that from backstory, I okay. guess he got. Okay. But so in The Last Jedi, they're not together a whole bunch. And actually, Poe is together with Rose. Played by Kelly Marie Tran. Yes. Yes. Who's amazing. She's like such an amazing person. And it's really upsetting because you hear what happened to her of getting like bullied off of like Instagram and like Twitter. People were like upset by her character because they're like, oh. who is this character? But they were just really that's upset awful. by the character of Rose. And so like they bullied her. And I'm like, that's terrible. Huh. And I'm like, y'all, it's not real. It's just a story. Like these are real people behind the actor yeah. behind the character so be careful what you say and so it's like her character like kind of did come out of nowhere and like is kind of another counter counterpart of like another version of finn almost so her character kind of like doesn't fit mm-hmm. in the story necessarily mm-hmm. they kind of like butt heads a little yeah. bit because they're just like the same person which i think that's a, the fall of like the second the last jedi film mm-hmm. But she and Finn were kind of put together mm-hmm. in that film. And she like kind of, she kisses him at the very end. But it's more, it's less like a romantic kiss. At least I like interpreted less as romantic, but mm-hmm. like more that like she was, they were like about to die. And like, she was like kind of like yeah. kissing him. Yeah. Like they were like about to die type For sure. of thing. For sure. Um, yeah. Huh. But yeah. Okay. And then in the last one, they're Ray poe and finn are like they are together in it um in the rise of skywalker they're like they're very much like okay this but it, it's kind of sad you're like this is what could have happened in the second movie mm. <laughs> like why did this not happen in the second movie mm-hmm. why are they mm-hmm. just the three of them going on this adventure trying to like figure stuff out together so you get a little bit more of them together but mm-hmm. it's more they're very much playing like their buddies their buddy buddies um and there's not a lot of those moments that we found in the first and second one, unfortunately. So their relationship and the moments that we have of Finn and Poe kind of teeter off as time goes on. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. Mm. But I think it, it relates a lot to because they didn't have a plan and they didn't know. And then like also to Carrie Fisher died and so yes. it changed what the last movie was going to be. Yeah. So I think that kind of like messed things up. But still like the second movie was the second movie. Um <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of potential. I think this couple had a lot of potential. Yeah, it seems like it. And it also seems that because there wasn't a lot of 
prior knowledge as to where these characters could have gone that there was potentially like a safety route that was taken mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and like knowing that jj abrams stated that he thinks that there should be queer characters in the star wars universe mm-hmm. and then apparently all that all that was given was was two femmes kissing in the background of a shot mm-hmm. it makes me wonder like if they had been more intentional with where the story was going, which isn't to say that they weren't, mm-hmm. but like if they really greenlit the film without knowing what the film was going to be because capitalism, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess I just wonder like where would it have gone? Especially because I, I, I was reading a lot about like how uh, Poe and Finn were considered to be queer baiting. Um, but then I think like, it's not their fault, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's never the actor's fault. I shouldn't say never. It, yeah. In this case, it was not the actor's fault. Um, especially because they were both so for it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, Oscar Isaac, John Boyega, if you ever want to come on here and do a reading of a fanfic. Or even just to. talk about what could have been, what would have you... Yeah. What you would have liked to have seen the characters yeah. evolve to. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And... I think another important point to bring up is that this is the first pairing that we're talking about, which includes like people of color. Yes. Which is very rare mm-hmm. in ships mm-hmm. that we see. A lot mm-hmm. of the time it is mm-hmm. a lot of um, white mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it could have been just revolutionary in that sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not talked about a lot in the I feel like it's not in the fandom community of how we don't see a lot well we don't see a lot of pairings with people of color in them because there're not a lot of representation of people of color in media in the first place so how can you see something in the back yeah so yeah yeah especially like because okay so like the the first two pairings that we talked about with Tony and Steve mm-hmm. and Velma and Daphne both of those started off as either comic book characters or as animated characters, mm-hmm. you know? We can even scratch that. What, where, where I'm going with this is, like, just because that a character is played in the live-action version by a white person doesn't mean that in the future they can mm-hmm. be a person of color, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, like, I think that there does need to be more representation, and it's just a matter of, like, doing it. Just because it's someone existed in one way doesn't mean that they have to exist that way for the rest of the canon. Yes. Thank you. That's yeah. exactly what I was supposed to yeah. say. And that's like, <laughs> it took me a long time. <laughs> so let's see if it got together. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we don't have to live by what has existed. We are allowed to change things. Yeah. You know? And just also know too, there was a lot of hate towards John Boyega when he was originally like the first trailer i remember seeing the first trailer of force awakens being so excited mm. i was like what a black person <laughs> in star wars I'm like okay this is gonna be interesting and like i remember people were like people were freaking out being like a black stormtrooper that's impossible i'm like y'all how is it impossible how is it impossible this is not a real <laughs> oh my gosh it's in space also, Oscar Isaac brings up in an interview one time, like, 
because someone asked about like what if Finn and Poe it's like Finn and people want Finn and Poe to have like babies and stuff like that he's like how do you how do you know they can't have babies they're aliens hey. like they're not humans they're they live in a galaxy far far away and I'm like yes Oscar I was like yes you're yeah. amazing yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so that's just saying like it doesn't matter any no matter what how you look at it it's mm-hmm. just it's fake mm-hmm. also if it was real there are different people of color in the world in the first place this so why is can't a true we be statement safe? you're making this is a real fact <laughs> like, you are not lying <laughs> like i am a real person i'm a black person so um what so it's just it's any i know john boyega talked about it uh, years after the star wars was done of mm. being like my like my role of being in star wars was like so People were so hung up on the fact that I was black, mm. that I wasn't just allowed to be Finn. Yeah. I couldn't just be Finn. Yeah. The character. Yeah. And it's just, it's upsetting. It's just sad because he's such a good actor and mm-hmm. like so charismatic and mm-hmm. like played, I think did a really great job of what mm-hmm. he was given, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Finn and Poe. Finn and Poe, dude. Storm pilot. Storm pilot. Just kiss, just once. Just kiss, just kiss. Everyone, it is time for a brand new segment that we call Star Cross Lovers. So, in a previous segment that we have called Bowl of Gays, Zan and I have each written down a list of different queer and trans people that we then put into a bowl. We then each pick a couple and we share our positive viewpoints on them. In Starcross Lovers, we have lists of random characters from <laughs> random pieces of media across time, and we are each going to pick one, and it is going to be our task to try and figure out how they would be as a couple. Yes. It's it's a very eclectic mix. We have not really thought about this at all. This is really just going to be like an adventure for everyone, so. It's going to be great. All right. You pick the first one. So the one? one that I'm picking is... Aquafina in the farewell. Okay, okay, we're starting off strong. Yeah, we're and off the, strong. the one that you're picking is oh gosh, Laura Dern in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, okay, so okay. so we are talking about pairing up Aquafina as Billy in the farewell and Laura, Laura Dern. Dern as what? Ellie, Doctor Ellie. Ellie Sl- uh, Sattler, Sattler cool. in Jurassic Park. Okay. Um, for those who don't know, Jurassic Park is a movie that was originally a book that was all about like, oh my gosh, dinosaurs are real. Oh no, they're going to eat us. We shouldn't do that. Uh, the Farewell is a movie about a young woman named Billy who uh, uh, has a dying grandmother, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and goes to China, but they can't let, like, they're not going... Because the grandma's dying like they are, but they're putting it under the guise of a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do we want to do this? How would they be together? I, I, I mean, like, there's a... I think they would work well together. Because yeah. Laura Dern's character is, like, a doctor. Mm-hmm. I think Billy, Aquafina's character, would kind of be like, why are you into dinosaurs yeah. coming back to life yeah. type of feeling? Mm-hmm. That'd be kind mm-hmm. of weird. I, I feel like I feel like that they would meet like at some function. Yes. Billy would be a little bit tipsy, mm-hmm. and Ellie would 
not be or maybe she would be yeah maybe but but like maybe like ellie is giving a talk maybe ellie is giving a talk at the college that billy attends Mm. so they're not drunk no one is drunk no one is drunk (laughs) um and afterwards billy goes up and talks with ellie and they like you know they hit it off but like there's i don't know if there's an age difference i I think think they're the same age yeah 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 um so maybe it's a grad school program then. Yeah, grad school program. And Billy is then at like a bar later that night and she runs into Ellie mm. who is there with some friends but the friends quickly dissipate and Billy's mm-hmm. friends also quickly dissipate and then Billy and Ellie are just like talking yeah. and they're talking and they're drinking and then at one point like their knees touch. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, they, and they like, t- they close the bar down. Mm, like they're the, Like people are putting up chairs and they're amazing. like still there sitting with one another. That'd be cute. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then like they like migrate to a 24-hour diner where they eat like french fries to sober themselves up and Billy... Mm-hmm. Wants to know all about Ellie's adventures at Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. and Ellie like, is how did like, you not die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ellie is like super intrigued uh, into like what Billy does. What does Billy do? Isn't Billy? She's a writer, right? Because she tried she... to get into like the Guggenheim. Yeah. Well, well, well. She tried to receive the Guggenheim fellowship. Yes, she is a writer. So Ellie wants to know about Billy's writing, mm-hmm. and then Billy's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll read, I'll, I'll read an article about your times." And Ellie's like, "Oh my gosh, stop!" Yeah. Um, and then like maybe Ellie walks Billy home or something. Yeah. And then like, do they share a goodnight kiss? I think maybe like she kisses her hand or, or like, like her that. cheek or something. Or her cheek or something. And like then that. and then Ellie's like, "Can I see you again?" And Billy's like flustered because Billy isn't used to like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> People kissing her cheek. <laughs> I was going to say, like, people being straightforward with her. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then they, they, I don't know. And then they end up dating and yeah! falling in love yes! and yeah. having a family. This and... is a good pairing. I like yeah, this. Yeah, this is a sweet pairing. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Friends, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Make It Gay. Yay. We are so happy that you joined us for these past couple of minutes few minutes few minutes just a few just just like two yeah two minutes bite size yeah large bite size well please make sure that you follow us on at make a gay podcast on instagram Mm -hmm. and if you have any questions or just want to reach out and say hi feel free to email us at make a gay podcast at gmail.com yeah thank you so much friends we will see you next week see you next week Bye. bye don't worry we'll make it gay make it gay make it gay